Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Episode 1605 of the number one show with Apple Podcasts on Job Search, No BS Job Search Advice Radio. You know, I've been doing this show for a long time, and it's the first time I've done back-to-back-to-back shows on the same topic. And I'll just simply say, AMAs are interesting because I'm able to cover a variety of different things. So this is the third one. I promise, I promise there's not going to be another one for a little while. Hope you find it helpful. Hope you give it a great review. And I just want to remind you, if you're interested in my coaching you, visit my website, thebiggamehunter.us. There's a button on the homepage where you can schedule a free discovery call with me. I would love to help you. There's no obligation. Obviously, my interest is to help you and to hope that you hire me to coach you. And with that, let's get going, okay? And I want to do another episode where I'm answering multiple questions, uh, an AMA type of show, uh, where I'm dealing with concerns that job hunters have and answering several questions and not just simply one. So, before I, I get into it, I want to say that if you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, my address is linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash the big game hunter. Mention that you watched or listened to the show. I love hearing from folks who've, who've done that. It helps me know that I'm helping folks, I'm reaching people, and I've been useful. Also want to mention that if, if you're interested in my coaching you, you can also email me at Jeff Altman at TheBigGameHunter.us. Uh, put the word coaching in the subject line, and in, you know I'll get back to you. We'll schedule a time to speak. If you visit TheBigGameHunter.us, what you'll find is information about my work, as well as a blog that is loaded with great information. So again, that is TheBigGameHunter.us. Now, let me start with the first question, uh, which is, a very good one, and it really goes back to my time doing recruiting. So as a recruiter, which I don't do any longer, I now coach, but as a recruiter, what are the most important things you look for in a resume and or LinkedIn profile? Good question, and it's really very simple. Recruiters look for people who fit a role. What they want to do is not just simply chat with people gratuitously. They want to find people who actually are relevant for a client. The way you demonstrate relevance is having a background that actually fits a role that they're recruiting for. They're not there to chit-chat. They are not there to be your friend. What they are there to do is very simply fill positions and then ultimately get paid. Just like you want to get a job so that you get paid at the right compensation level, so do recruiters. 
I, I know that's a big shock to you, but recruiters want to get paid too. And those who operate on a contingency basis, they certainly want to get paid because all they're doing is making next to nothing. And I say next to nothing because they're all commission-based. They may have a draw against projected commissions, but they're not earning their real money until the job is filled and the client is paid and you've been on board for a particular period of time. Obviously, retained search firms work a little bit differently. You know, money is being dripped out from the client to the search firm and thus to the individual recruiter. But contingency recruiters all work uh, not on salary, they work on commission, pure commission. And thus, they want to get paid, and thus they want to see backgrounds in your resume and LinkedIn profile to make the fit obvious. The extra thing I'll add for LinkedIn is it is so much easier if in the summary area you put your email address there that they can reach you at, so that this way they have a way of reaching out to you. And if you're out of work, put your phone number in, okay? So that's question number one. Question number two, if an executive search firm emails you requesting that you recommend someone for a position, does that mean that they are interested in hiring you for the position? You probably just saw me shake my head there. Um, Normally, someone who asks this question is not being contacted by an executive search firm. They're being contacted by a contingency recruiting firm that says they do executive search. Respectfully, uh, you're probably talking to a contingency recruiting firm. They're emailing you asking for a referral rather than calling you. Tip number one, they're doing bulk communications. So, Uh, If a recruiting firm emails you asking to recommend someone, it may mean that they're interested in talking to you about the position since they can't hire you for it, only their client can, or they've seen your background and they don't think it's a fit, but they think you might know someone. So maybe is the best way I can answer that. Maybe they'd be interested in you for the job. Maybe not, and maybe what they're saying is accurate. I know often when I used to send out emails uh, to people uh, on LinkedIn, I meant what I said. I wanted to know if they knew someone who might fit the role because the background was similar but a little bit different. Uh, So that was me. I can't speak for every recruiter in the world today to know whether they're going to be literal in asking you for the recommendation or this is some inference that you might go, hey, what about me? Okay, so question number three, should I send a thank you note once I got the job? Okay, to whom would you be sending the thank you note is the question. Um, to the hiring manager, no. To HR, if they did something extraordinary, but definitely to your references, definitely to the recruiters who along the way were helpful to you, even though they might not have been the one who uh, introduced you to the job, uh, and particularly to the one who did introduce you to the job. I know on the occasions where I got a thank you note or a gift, um, a gift in particular was extraordinary when I did recruiting. You know, maybe I got five in the 40 years I did search. Uh, okay, I'll double it, 10. In the 40 years I did search, 
it was a momentous thing. Once every four years, someone acknowledged me in that way. You will get recognition for having done that. Whether that amounts to anything later on, you can't guarantee it. But what you do know is that there's an impact on the recipient. Certainly for the references, you don't have to send a gift. Although if you've known them for a long time, it's a very nice touch if they receive the book that you know they'd be interested in. But thanking your references, you're going to need your references in the future. And you want to make sure that they think kindly of you. So in limited basis, a thank you note is a good touch, but not to the hiring manager. Okay. Number four, what should I do when I haven't found a job eight months after graduation? So the first thing I would say is you're doing something wrong. Understand that you're doing something wrong and start looking at correcting it. Here's the formula that I tell people. So you're not going to get many calls or contacts out of LinkedIn because a recent grad is a dime a dozen. But I'm going to present this in a way that's general so that uh, experienced workers will get something from answering this question, by answering this question too. So if you're not getting responses to your resume, you're either sending it for jobs that you're not qualified for or it doesn't demonstrate a fit, which means it's a bad resume. If you're not getting contacted by people on LinkedIn, and again, this doesn't apply to a recent grad, if you're not getting contacted by recruiters through LinkedIn, your, your profile is missing keywords and thus it's not coming up in searches. If you're getting first interviews but not invited back, you don't interview well. If you get invited back, but you're not getting invited to meet the hiring manager, you probably have to work on your area of expertise since that tends to be what happens on the second interview. They go into more depth about your knowledge. If you're getting to the hiring manager, the overall boss, uh, and not getting any further, you're having a problem with relationship skills, which probably isn't happening with you, but for a more experienced person, you're probably getting intimidated in your meetings with them and not presenting yourself as an equal in the conversation. The one thing that I know that senior professionals care about is they want to make sure that they can trust you. And the easiest way to do that is to talk to them as a peer. Now, back to, to our, our, our grad who's been out of work for eight months, you may have a skills deficiency. You may be sending out your resume uh, to the wrong firms. Uh, I would say that the best thing that you can do is contact other graduates from the school that you attended who are in the same degree program as you and ask them how they got their job and see if there's anything at their firm. I would go back to the university, uh, to the career services office and ask for input from them. I wouldn't hire a coach. Uh, you, can, you probably can't afford a coach and the coach isn't going to be relevant for you. But you can go back and network with people that you went to school with who are graduates who are further along, a year or two ahead of you. Talk to them about how they found work. Talk to career services. Ask the, the uh, more experienced grads how they landed and work at that. Your network has to be able to help you. And it's not just simply about mass emailing your resume to the, to the universe. Okay. And the last question is another LinkedIn one. 
What's the best way to find a job using LinkedIn? There's no simple answer to that. Um, you know, I think in terms of someone building a network, I think in terms of someone who's promoting themselves effectively, um, which for an experienced person, the idea is building a network, developing a relationship with people who over the course of time, you can have a mutually beneficial relationship with. And from there, you know, the best way, well, the easiest way is there are ads on LinkedIn, respond to an ad and get a job. But the probability of that is small. You know, LinkedIn in that way is like a job board. And as a job board, there are limitations. There are limitations as to its effectiveness. After all, job boards fill um, 6% of all jobs. <laughs> so it's telling you that it's not going to be real helpful. So LinkedIn is going to help you build a network that over time is going to be beneficial. It's not an instantaneous thing. After all, I'm going to use an example I heard years ago. Um, this was a, a sales trainer who was talking to the top producers who were off on a junket in Hawaii. Uh, and uh, these were the top one-tenth of one percent of one of the largest investment firms in the world. These were heavy hitters. And what he did was point out that, you know, they may all have good doctors, but we don't always think of referring our doctor, right? What we do is when asked for referrals, sometimes they come to mind, sometimes they don't, but we always have to be asking. His thing was in every call, you ask six, uh, in, in less than six seconds, you can ask for the referral by saying, is there anyone else you know whom I might be help, I might be able to help? Well, for you as a job hunter, you can be reaching out to folks and developing a relationship with them that over time is going to be beneficial to you. Is it going to be helpful on this search? I don't know. It may. It may not be. You can get involved with groups and develop relationships there. You know, you can meet people online accepting some of the recommendations that LinkedIn provides. There's a lot of different ways that LinkedIn can be very helpful to you. And I'll just simply say, go explore it. You know, depending on your seniority, groups can be remarkably helpful, specifically in your area of expertise, and particularly uh, in certain business areas uh, where your relationships with uh, uh, career proximates to you. I'll give you an example. You're a COO uh, and you're talking to a CIO of an organization. Are they directly in your area of expertise? No, but they're in organizations where they interact with other COOs and have relationships with COOs from previous organizations too. So you know, it's through the weak tie that you have the opportunity to build a relationship that could be beneficial to you. Go exploring, write, write for LinkedIn. You know, they've got a blogging platform that allows you to promote yourself, and that can be beneficial. What's the best way? It really depends on where you are in your career. It's, it's unlikely that the very junior individual with six months of experience is going to have a lot to say in written form, right? But for you veteran individuals, writing, networking, answering questions, 
doing video. The LinkedIn app now has a video capability that you can use to promote yourself with. A lot of different ways that you can market yourself and develop the relationship with others. Go exploring and try. If it doesn't work, hey, what did it cost you, right? So that's today's show. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, here are a few more ways to get more from me. First of all, visit my website, which is TheBigGameHunter.us. I have more than 6,000 blog posts there that you can watch, listen to, or read that will help you find your next job. If you want the best of my advice, join JobSearchCoachingHQ.com, where I've curated information with a focus on interviewing. If you decide to take the lifetime membership at the site, It's $299 currently, but that's the price of a coaching session or an hour of coaching from me, and I'll be giving that to you if you join with a lifetime membership. Have a few questions? Contact me through the Magnify app for iOS or PrestoExperts.com where you can call me. Schedule a specific time with me through chat on Magnify or by connecting with me on LinkedIn at linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash the big game hunter. Once we're connected on LinkedIn, you can message me about coaching you, scheduling and time for Magnify or Presto Experts. Speak with me about a resume or LinkedIn profile critique. Help you with a salary negotiation or my trusted advisor services and much, much more. Like you, I don't work for free. I do charge for what I do. You can take my classes on Skillshare and become a premium member using the link in the show notes and receive two months for free instead of just the one that the site offers. Skillshare offers thousands and thousands of courses, not just simply mine, on a host of different subjects that can help you in many different ways. Lastly, join my group on Facebook called Career Angles. It's free to the first 250 people who join and is focused on helping you do better at work. Information is shared daily and we're attempting to build a supportive group there. Ask to join. I'm not letting recruiters in at this point. So I'll be back tomorrow with more. And in the meantime, I hope you have a great day. Be great. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply.